Good evening. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Hello, Jen. Good Hello. evening, Good everybody. Evening. Thanks for listening tonight. We are talking about how to avoid burnout tonight. How to so, avoid burnout. It's something that happens a lot, and especially in this economy with people doing multiple jobs under one hat then you get burned out, you get tired, you, you get frustrated, and you start to just kind of lose your luster. That's right. It happens. I'm so, not so lustery anymore. Not so lustery. So yeah. we want to bring back your glow today <laughs> with how to avoid burnout. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're new to the show, this is Alexis Robin. I'm a life coach and business coach in town. My co-host, Jennifer Scanio, she's a um, the master of everything at KTHO. Well, master is a strong word, but okay. I'll I like go with it. it. I'm yeah. going with it. Makes it. me glowy. The goddess of KTHO radio woman. So, um, talking about noticing your burnout, one of the things that happens is a lot of time burnout sneaks up on people. Sometimes it's a slow burn and like you feel it coming and you know it's happening and you just can't stop it. But other times you wake up one morning and it's just like, I can't possibly do another thing. I'm not doing another thing. Like, I'm just, this is it. I've got no creative energy. I've got no will to do anything. And now I'm just going to go into this autopilot, do the very minimum to get by. And, um, and that's not good for anyone. And, you do, and generally people who are burned out, they don't feel good about being burned out or not doing anything. But they literally can't bring themselves to do it. And it happens. It's happened to me. Has, has it ever happened to you? You know, it happened to me a few weeks ago um, for an event that's coming up this weekend. And it's, it, and it's funny that you say that because sometimes I think we burn out even on fun stuff. It's mm-hmm. not just oh, yeah. the work and wearing lots of hats and, and trying to get by. It can be, you know, where you come across two good things that fall at the same time. And, yes, you could potentially pull it off, but you get to a crossroads. And it's like, no, I just I really can't do this. And I had to give up something that is fun but I, I realized because of the overload there I, I it, it wasn't fun anymore right right and that's really good insight and so um so you don't need to just be burned out on work life it could be personal life it could be fun things and so um so the first thing in avoiding burnout is to really notice and name your burnout so pay attention when does it happen to you does it happen when you've got way too much going on because some people thrive in that situation jen's nodding her head like yes yes that's when it happens for me oh i thrive in being busy and having but yeah, but there, there's a point when you have, you know, you're talking 20 minutes of downtime, and that downtime, you know, includes doing the laundry and the dishes right. and checking the homework. Yeah, that becomes a problem. Yeah, that becomes hard. So notice when it happens for you. Notice if it's happening at work. Notice if your burnout's happening on the weekend. Like you gave it all, you're all at work that week, and you came home, and you just lost the drive to do anything. That Sometimes that'll happen to me if I've had a really crazy work week. I'll get home, and it's like... I just can't find anything creative to do for dinner. I don't want to clean the house. I don't want to sort the laundry. I just want to do nothing until I get back on track. So um, so notice that. Notice what it looks like. Burnout's different for different people. For some people, it means you can't do anything. You don't want to do anything. For other people, it means you're cranky. For other or people, both. Or for other people, it means you end up in a pile of tears or you're sad. Oh, um, yeah, that could be it too. I mean, so for every for every time that you burn out, look back on it in life. What does it look like for you? What, what starts to happen for you? And look at how you behave when you're burned out. Most people, when they're burned out, behave um, less than optimally. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
Sometimes they're not nice. That's a nice way to say they're crummy. <laughs> Sometimes they're not um, not friendly. Sometimes they snap at the people they love. And um, sometimes they're impatient in traffic at the grocery store line. They make snide comments. And it's all just because it's like, I just can't deal with it anymore. And so this is something to pay close attention to is how you behave. It also will be a good reminder of why it's important to avoid burnout. Mm-hmm. Because nobody wants to behave like a... a crummy person (laughs) no not usually not usually no so um the other thing is think about how you communicate when you're burned out sometimes when i get burned out and i get tired i'll just skip over things i'll skip details i'll give you the very bare minimum and you better get it the first time right see i do that too that's when i know that my emails or my texts or something are becoming i'm not meaning for them to be crabby but they become short and just yeah, to Boom. the point, super direct, and some people communicate. Yeah, some people communicate this way all the time. It's their behavioral style. They're very short, direct, to the point, and so um, so if you know that about a person and that's their baseline, that's okay. I mean, I've got clients who will send me a one line email. Can you send me the report on X Y Z? It's like sure, you know. No, how was your weekend? What'd you have for dinner last night? Nobody cares. <laughs> you know, it's just like <laughs> send me what I need. Um, but notice yourself how you start to communicate when you're burned out because you'll start to pick these things up as clues. You'll start to notice what's going on. And the next part is you, you want to listen to what your burnout's telling you. So this is a really important piece. A lot of times we get burned out and it's like, oh, okay, fine, and burned out. This, you know, and you try to fix it right away. But you never really diagnose why it happened. And so your burnout will send you messages. Um, one of the messages it will send you is, I need to delegate. I'm doing too many things myself. This happens in leadership a lot with people who have a hard time letting go of doing things is they get burned out because they try to do everything themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. You might be the best person for the job for everything, but not if you're doing everything. And that's a reality. So, um, So if your burnout message is, I need to delegate, because I just can't get through this stuff, then you need to tune into that. Another message you might get is, I'm bored. You might get burned out from doing the same thing every day, day in, day out, same boring thing. And you may need to change things in your routine up a little bit. You might need to start your day driving to work a different way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just good for creativity. We learned that years ago. We had DeWitt Jones, who's a famous photographer for the National Geographic. Mm-hmm. He does a program on creativity, and he talks about the importance of changing your routine in order to stay fresh and creative. And how you should, um, when you go places, you should drive a different way. And that's because, have you ever driven home and not remembered the drive? Oh, absolutely. Not because of any kind of outside in- intoxication, but I mean, let just... Let us hope not. Let yeah. us hope not. But I yeah. mean, just like you you drive home and you're on autopilot and you don't even remember like, oh, did I pass the gas station? Like, I don't even remember passing Safeway. And that happens because we're so used to that drive, we can almost do it without paying attention. And so by just taking an extra road, you take Pioneer instead of 50 once in a while, cut through Sierra Track, cut through Tahoe Keys, go go the back way to Tahoe Island. I mean, however you're going to do it, just go a little bit different way. Sometimes it's fun to go uh, Kingsbury Grade down to Target instead mm-hmm. of taking 50. Mm-hmm. I mean, just mix it up because it keeps you aware and it keeps you alert. So if you're getting the I'm bored message from your burnout, that's an important thing you can do immediately. You can, instead of going to your same sandwich place for lunch that you always go, try something else. Go get soup. Go have Chinese food. <laughs> just do something differently. Um, it could also be telling you I procrastinated. This generally happens to me. I'm self-admitted <laughs> procrastinator where um, 
I'll take on a bunch of stuff, and then all of a sudden it's all due uh-huh. at the last minute. And so I've had that a few times, and I've had to learn to – when I start to see everything piling up, it's like, okay, you need to plan to get organized and take care of the stuff up front because it's horrible to be up at midnight trying to be creative and put something nice and clean and good together. That's awful. Yes, it is. So if you've ever had that message, I procrastinated, then I highly recommend that as soon as you start to feel yourself getting busy, that you say, okay, let's take time, organize all my things, figure out what needs to be done first, and get ahead of it. Another message that I hear people say their burnout tells them is that I've overcommitted. And this is kind of what you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's easy to do. Sometimes we don't mean to overcommit. It just we're looking at the calendar. There's an open day. And we say, oh, yeah, I'm free that day. And then we realize it's the day we are leaving on vacation or the day we're coming back or I, you're, we're going to be gone a week before that. And so suddenly, um, suddenly it becomes very easy to burn out because mm-hmm. now you've had no time to rest. And I talk about this on the show now and again is this whole idea of resting and playing is is crucial for optimal performance you performance you have to rest you have to get good rest and you have to play you have to go have fun yeah because if you're not building that in then you're not going to be able to be at your optimal performance now the other thing too is with this whole idea of play and overcommitment is what Jen was just talking about is sometimes things that are really fun normally stacked all up together are not fun anymore Sometimes if you have two dinner parties back-to-back and then somebody wants you to go to a ball game the next day and then somebody else has a wedding the next day, it's like, enough already. Individually, those things would be great, but altogether it's too much. So you have to just figure out which one am I going to have the most fun at? Which one do I really want to be at and go that way? Because if you can't get the rest in, the play is going to burn you out too. Yes. So you got to have both. And then uh, last but not least, I need to reevaluate my priorities is another message that you can get from your burnout. And this is a lot of times we'll end up um, small business owners, people who work, we end up on Facebook thinking, you know, telling ourselves, oh, well, we're doing something great by promoting ourselves. But then we lose four hours on Facebook and suddenly we had something that needed to be done and it wasn't done. And so if, if you're falling into that trap or same thing, like, oh, this is a great article I need to read about my industry. But if you have something due tomorrow, you might want to wait and read the article later. Put so, in your bathroom. Or put in your bathroom. There, there you, you go. go. There you go. <laughs> then you'll always have some time to read it. So um, so think about what your burnout is telling you. What messages your body sending you when it burns out? Because that's going to tell you how to fix it. That's going to help you figure out how to not get to this place again. And um, probably one of the most important parts of avoiding burnout is knowing how it happened in the first place. So same, I like it. Same thing as avoiding a bad job, avoiding a bad relationship, <laughs> avoiding a bad purchase. You know, reflect. Uh, so how do you avoid it? Now you've listened to the message. You've noticed it. You've noticed how you behave. You've noticed it coming on. Um, first thing is to notice early signs. If you start to become exhausted, if you start to snap at people, you notice your texts and your emails are getting shorter and shorter, take a minute and reflect on what's going on. Hey, am I going to have some time to relax in the next couple of days? And if not, what can I get off my plate to be able to make that time? So watch for signs of it. Uh, Second way to avoid burnout is to build a solid foundation. We talked about this a couple weeks ago with how to slow down. But building a solid foundation is key to success in any area of your life. And this is getting good rest, 
eating the right kinds of foods, drinking plenty of water, staying hydrated, getting some exercise and some fresh air, all of these things build a proper foundation. Mm -hmm. Because when you're taking care of yourself, you don't get sick, you don't get fatigued, all these, you're putting in all the good foods for yourself, and you're getting the best energy your body can possibly give you. So you're being able to be more productive. You can also ask for help. That's a good one. That's a, it's a good one, and it's easy. People want to help. Often people really want to help. And even if it's hard to help, because sometimes it, it is. I mean, sometimes other people are busy too. But if you need help, you need to ask for it. Mm-hmm. My boss used to say to me when I worked in San Diego, she would say, Alexis, I'll never fault you for failing a client. But she said, oh, I, I will fault you for failing a client because you were overwhelmed and you didn't ask for help. And so it, it taught me, like, it was better off for me to ask for help and say I couldn't do it than to try to do it alone and to blow it. And that was a good lesson. That is a good lesson. <clears throat> All right. Play often and have fun. We talked about this a couple minutes ago. Get out there. Have fun. If you don't know what playing is anymore, if you haven't played, you need to sit down with a notebook and you need to write down all the things you used to do as a kid that you loved. And then you need to find some grown-up version of them to do again or the kid version. Or maybe do it with your kid. And then last but not least, schedule with intention. When you're putting your schedule together, don't just haphazardly throw everything around. Think about what you're going to need energy-wise for that day and how much energy something's going to take you. If spreadsheets are hard for you, give yourself plenty of time before and after to clear your head. Don't go right from something that really takes a lot of your energy into an important meeting because you're not going to show up fresh. You're going to show up feeling all burned out. So if you're looking to avoid burnout, you want to notice and name your burnout. You want to pay attention. You want to listen to the message that it's telling you. And you want to then try to avoid it by noticing the signs early, building yourself a nice solid foundation, taking good care of yourself, asking for help, playing often, and scheduling with intention. Good tips. Good tips. So I don't want to see anyone burned out. In Tahoe, (laughs) see it's all happy and healthy, vibrantly driving around. If you have questions or if you want to make comments on our show, you're welcome to come to our Facebook page at Nourish Life and Business Coaching. You're also welcome to check out the blog at nourishlifecoaching.com forward slash blog. Alexis Robin, wishing you all a non-burned out week. A happy, vibrant week. Thank you. Yes, we're all glowing again. Excellent. The luster's back. You're listening to The Bright Side on K-Tahoe.